This is They Reminisce Over You. I'm Miguel. And I'm Christina. We wanted to take a minute to make a small request of all our listeners. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, or Podchaser, leave us a five-star rating. You can also leave a review as well on Apple, Good Pods, and Podchaser. Ratings and reviews will help us with discoverability, and we want to get this out to as many like-minded folks as we can. We want to get on the first page of these podcast apps. And to move up on the charts as well. So help us get the word out. Make sure to follow and interact with us on social media. We're at Troy Podcast on the gram and the bird. Also, check out our website, TroyPodcast.com. It's where we post links to a lot of the things that we've mentioned in the show, as well as transcripts and themed playlists that supplement our episodes and more. Thank you again for your support. You ready to get into the show? Let's do it. Welcome to the B-Side. We've done a couple of these one-offs before, but we've decided to make it a thing. So what are B-Sides? They're basically just some of our favorite moments, some one-off stories, things we forgot to talk about, or maybe things that just don't need a full episode. So. What are we talking about today, Miguel? So we are talking about Mariah Carey. There were a lot of things that came up in our researching of our last episode, the 25th anniversary of Butterfly, mm-hmm. that didn't quite fit into that episode. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite Mariah moments, kind of like this one. I'll do the best I can with what I got. And a lot of <laughs> other things that she has done over the years that made us laugh and made us smile. So that's what we're going to talk about. See, one thing that I think is hilarious that wasn't in that drop right there was after Mariah says, I'm trying to do the best with what I got. Her DJ goes, ooh, afterwards. And just goes right into all about the Benjamins. Yes. So that clip, I don't know exactly where it's from, but it's been floating around the internets and they're at a party or club or something. Yeah. And she just got on the mic and. I'll do the best I can with what I and that's by far my favorite Mariah moment. <laughs> yes, we say it around the house all the time. My favorite Mariah Carey quote these days after watching all these interviews, but specifically the one with the Breakfast Club when they were just talking to her about this and that. And her response was like, the schedule, darling, the schedule, darling. <laughs> yeah. And now I can't stop saying that, especially when you ask me about time related things. When are we going to do this? When are we <laughs> going to do that? It's always the schedule, the schedule darling. darling. <laughs> I'm going to have to hear this for the rest of my life now. Thanks, Mariah. You love it. <laughs> So what do we want to get into? I want to get into this performance on the Oprah Winfrey show. Yes, it was amazing. And I use that (laughs) in the best way possible because it wasn't about the performance specifically, but mostly about the crowd reaction to the performance. Yes. So this was, I'm assuming this was around the time when the album came out too, right? This was 99 because it was the following album. So the show starts off with her performing Heartbreaker. But the Heartbreaker remix. Yes. And I'm sure y'all know the remix, which is using the Ain't No Fun sample, which makes it extra hilarious for this song to be performed for an Oprah Winfrey audience because the reactions were all over the place. Yes. So first of all, it starts off with the brat doing the brat things. (laughs) (laughs) Guess who's back in the... And I'm like, oh, no, what is she going to say? Oprah's house. <laughs> yeah, she cleaned that up real quick. But she still did some variation with two tick old bitties for your mouth. I can't remember exactly yeah, what she said. Yeah, I don't remember what she said, I but she, she cleaned just, it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think she just kind of like censored herself rather than say the whole line. Right. And she was just like too big old and then muted herself. Yeah. But I 
died because I don't think I saw that episode and I was not expecting that at all. She's got this black and yellow fubu sweatsuit on with one <laughs> pant leg up. Missy comes out from the side. It's just beautiful chaos. And then Mariah Carey comes out with her. This was when she was going through the, the cutoff jeans look. Yeah. The cutoff waist part. <laughs> And it's one of those situations where you have to watch it like multiple times mm -hmm. just to see what you miss from every angle. Yes. Because when the brat comes out, there's this old white woman and she is such in shock at what she's looking at. <laughs> like, oh my God, what are these Negroids doing? <laughs> Oprah told me this was going to be a show about children having trouble growing up <laughs> in a biracial household with special guest Mariah Carey. Who are these Negroes? <laughs> out here ruining my day. And then Missy comes out. She refused to look at Missy. So did the not is, look at her. The brat started off on the stage, whereas Missy came out from the side going down the aisles where the audience was sitting. And this woman was like maybe two seats away from Missy. Yeah. She did not. She was so focused. Like, I am not looking over there. <laughs> she I'm was so mad. Straight ahead. I am going to talk to the manager and get my money back for these free tickets. Yes. <laughs> Missy was a good five feet away from her mm -hmm. and she did not acknowledge her existence at <laughs> all. While there were some people who were clearly getting their life because they were probably just like, wow, I can't believe I'm hearing this version on yeah. the Oprah show. Then you had another set where they probably didn't know the song, but they were just clapping on the one and the three yeah. and having a good time anyways. <laughs> Offbeat as shit, but they were having a good time. <laughs> and there was this lady and a couple others that were just like, like, oh, hell no. Mean mugs for everybody. Just sitting there grumpy. <laughs> it was not pleasant at all. But it was hilarious for me. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. And it's just funny seeing people in their, like, business casual <laughs> yeah. wear. All these office <laughs> outfits. Basically dancing to Ain't No Fun. I mean, technically <laughs> it's Mariah Carey's song, but we all know what, yeah. like, the lyrics are basically a play off of the original lyrics, too. So the songs are almost one in the same in a way. Exactly. <laughs> So imagine how aghast that woman would be if she knew the original song. And then you got Oprah, the queen of not knowing lyrics. Yeah, she's always pretending that she knows these songs, <laughs> mouthing every third word exactly. like LeBron James does. But it just makes it even funnier when you got Missy on stage talking about, I keep it stiff. <laughs> and then Mariah goes, doo-doo-doo, shoo-doo-doo-doo, just to... <laughs> block out some of the lyrics but she still said a lot of explicit things yeah i'm surprised they let that fly at three o'clock on a tuesday <laughs> afternoon in 1999 too yeah i was pretty surprised actually watching it i was <laughs> like wow and you know oprah's always had some dicey relationships when it comes to hip-hop things. yeah but i guess i'm really mariah. surprised that actually got done on the oprah winfrey show she wanted mariah that bad yeah that she's like all right i'll let missy and the brat come too because <laughs> i'm sure this wasn't a surprise to her no like how much of this song does she know if you don't know ain't no fun you don't really think much of this song I right so she might be familiar with the song. She knows Missy and the Brad are on it, and that's that. <laughs> but as I told you before, I think Oprah and Stedman were riding around listening to Ain't No Fun in the car. Oprah saying, if I gave a fuck about a bitch, I'd always be broke. Stedman's doing Warren G's part. Sounds I'm well convinced. Right. With the drop top. Yep. <laughs> so since you can't stop talking to me about this book of hers, which I will get around to, I'm going to do the audiobook because I want to hear her read it to me, but you can't stop talking about it. Because it's amazing. What other tidbits would you like to share? 
Well, as I've told you before, I didn't realize how funny she was. And she was class clown. Surprise, surprise. I thought she was just, I'm a diva. I'm above comedy and hijinks. But no, that's what she does. <laughs> She's all about comedy and hijinks. And I love it. I think she just gets called that because most of the time when you see her, she's a scheduled darling, right? Yeah. But they don't see it as she's just being silly. Yeah, they think she's being serious, right. but she has a really dry sense of humor and she can say funny shit with a straight face. Right. So that's why people just assume that she's this big diva, but she's yeah. not. She's just joking most of the time. Right. Like the fact that she's been going on and on about not knowing Jennifer Lopez for years. <laughs> and acting like she's really serious. Yeah. Like, no, I just don't know her. Yeah. It's like we know, you know her. She's just playing these semantics <laughs> games, which she has admitted to on the show with Andy Cohen. Just mm -hmm. like, I have met her, but I don't know her. That's her line of demarcation. Right. Is I don't know her. <laughs> but you guys are taking it as I don't know who she is. Right. But at the same time, when someone asked J-Lo about it, she was like, well, I guess Mariah is very forgetful. So mm -hmm. Mariah always brings that up. She's like, you know, I'm very forgetful. <laughs> so she knows what she's doing. Right. <laughs> and I love it. Most of the interviews I was listening to was when she was, you know, freed right. of Tommy. So when um, she broke out of Sing Sing. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know what her earlier interviews sound like, but these ones, she's very candid. Like she doesn't talk like she has media training. <laughs> like she <laughs> right. just literally will just say whatever. Whatever's <laughs> on her mind is going to come out. And when you actually like listen to her talk for like periods of time, you're like, okay, she isn't just some kind of like pop princess. No. She's a regular day girl. She's just rich. Yes. That's the, the big thing. The thing that makes her different is, I mean, she's regular, but she's rich, which yeah. makes her seem like she's not regular because in that way she is not. Right. <laughs> but just the way she acts and the way she talks and stuff. Again, she's very personable. She's relatable. Aside from the being extremely rich part. <laughs> <laughs> As we said in the previous episode, Nori said he had Mariah Carey sitting on crates. <laughs> yes, he was embarrassed, <laughs> but she was having a great time. She was. Because that's her environment. She's like that meme with the little princess with all the dudes. <laughs> the gangbangers. And then there's like <laughs> Princess Peach photoshopped in it. <laughs> that's her. It is. I think listening to her music now and also just actually hearing her more in interviews and more about how she grew up and stuff. I just kind of have a different relationship to her music now. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I get it because it's the same for me. I am more of a fan now than I was before, just knowing where she came from and how she got to where she is and then realizing that all this shit is funny to her mm -hmm. and she's just trying to get these jokes off while <laughs> being one of the best singers of all time. I look at her a lot differently now. Yeah, because I think a lot of the stuff that we talk about is music that we listen to as kids, teenagers, and young adults. And we just didn't really have this kind of access. Like back then, celebrities really were just like these people in clouds most of the yeah. time where we just didn't have that kind of access to them. And plus, also, when we research for these episodes, we do everything at once. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that we missed from 20 years ago yeah. and <laughs> stuff we missed from 20 months ago and yeah. getting it all at one time. Mm -hmm. It's sensory overload sometimes. I think everything just feels more personal in terms of like, it's not like I know her, obviously, but like <laughs> just knowing more about her makes the music feel more personal. So this looks like a good place to wrap up. Is there anything you wanted to say on the way out? The schedule, darling, the schedule, darling. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.